Welcome to Wedding and Event Podcast. Frank podcast discussions for event professionals and those planning successful events. With wedding and special event consultant, Toby Dodge of Prepared.com. And Eric Zimmerman, pianist, DJ, and master of ceremonies of ElegantMusic.com. Hello, everyone. The title of this episode is Avoiding Misadventures, Part 1. Wedding and Event Podcast, Episode 31. Music starts a celebration and continues throughout the event. When working with a couple, I create an itinerary sketch that defines the scope of service that I will be providing. This sketch serves many purposes, but essentially, it helps the couple better understand their wedding and where music will be needed. On the day of a wedding, many parts come together. And though the couple and I think we have a perfectly written itinerary sketch, there yet remains the execution of the event. How this event will go is dependent on the coming together and coordination of the parts. And now please enjoy Avoiding Misadventures, Part 1. One of the things that's coming up for me yeah. uh, this weekend is that I have um, a wedding, and yeah. it's a lovely couple. They are very creative, and they are very enthusiastic about performing. They themselves are really actors, and um, she's a lawyer, but she's also a vocalist, and and they're just charming as hell. We'll get out. I, I, I Ooh, love it. It's so wonderful when that happens. Yeah, yeah. And so I need to get back in touch with them now. Mm-hmm. And I know what I'm doing for mm-hmm. them, but what I fear, or not fear, but what I'm a little bit concerned about and, and want to know how much I need to put my attention on this is that I, there's not a wedding coordinator. Oh, and I think it may be only a family member, which is better than nothing. Um, Absolutely. At least a family member would know the names of people. And know oh, the f- absolutely. And know the faces of people. And I can ask, is Uncle Jim in the room, you know, before I make this <laughs> announcement or something? Well, at least there's a point person. Right. And so go round up the bridal party, you know, I could tell them. Mm-hmm. And, and this type of thing. And so that helps. Um, but I'm just wondering what else should I be doing to, or questions that I should ask the couple. Oh, now I have to ask you, where is the wedding taking place? It's in Marina Del Rey. Okay. Um, what's is the it a, place? is it a hotel or restaurant? No, it's a, um, it's a club. It's a, um, it's like the Ab- oh, it, it's it's like um, um, Marina City Club. No, it's not the Marina no? City Club, and it's not the Admiralty Club either, or whatever that is on Admiralty Way. Yeah. But it's it's just on the other side of Shanghai Reds. Um, oh, okay. I think I know Mindanao and yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. I think it's the Yacht Club actually. Um, that that's one of them anyway. Yeah, I think there is. You know, when there's a situation like that, I think the most important thing is to find out who the point person is for the location. Okay. That's number one. Because what you want to find out from them uh, first 
before you talk to your couple mm-hmm. is you want to introduce yourself anyway if you don't know them mm-hmm. because normally they would be reaching out to you if there is somebody just to make sure that you have enough electricity and where you're setting up. And have you gone through that with the bride and groom yet? We did walk the location and I did okay. meet the catering event type manager in okay. charge type of a person. Great. Then you can call that person back mm-hmm. and find out, did they have a floor plan? Uh-huh. Because you don't know what your couple has asked or hasn't asked them you don't know for sure what their expectations are on all the details. So I think it's best to go kind of backwards and find out what is available to you, when you can get in, when you, you know, if there's any um, specific rules and regs that they have about uh, feeding, you know, serving, is it going to be uh, sit down? Is it, do you know all that information? What kind it of will service? Be, it will be a sit-down served. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you know if they're having a toast? Oh, oh yes. Yes, okay. and I, I, I have a... I assume they would have, and you oh, have an itinerary. I have, yeah, I have my, my itinerary. And okay. I guess, you know, you're reminding me of things that, um, that I should indeed coordinate with the point person there and, and the local guy. Right. The other thing to think about, too, and the reason why I asked about the toasts, some catering managers like to have a five-minute warning, a 10-minute warning. So to find out if that person's going to be there on the wedding day, and if so, how many hours, and if they're not going to be there for the duration of the event, is there a captain that you can interface with? And has that captain been assigned yet? So mm-hmm. you know the name. And when does that person come on duty? Because if you're setting up and you see someone walking around and you, you can say to them, excuse me, I'm looking for so-and-so. Oh, I'm so-and-so. <laughs> then you, you, get it, you get it right in the beginning when you're setting up. And you can ask them a few questions because the last thing you want to do is is to have a a catering manager or floor person come over to you and say uh, the main course has to go out in five minutes. Right. And you and you had no idea of of what their rhythm is, so to speak. Right. And that's really what we're talking about is figuring out what their rhythm is. You can always adjust to that. Mm-hmm. And if you know that ahead of time, ahead of time, yes. Then you can tell the couple, you know, this organization or place runs, you know, a beautiful event. Here are some of their guidelines that mm. you might not be aware of or just didn't have a chance to discuss. Uh-huh. And so then they'll like it because you are protecting them. You're going ahead and say, look, I wanted you to know what their particulars are as far as service and refilling wine or champagne because if it comes up, in other words, you'll ask them, what are you using for your toast? Not Mm -hmm. everybody uses champagne. 
Many people like to have a wine toast. Uh-huh. And they have no interest in serving champagne. Right. Many people don't serve champagne unless it's included in a service package. Others don't like the champagne. It's not really that good of a champagne. And the cost of a good champagne, because they don't think they have that many champagne drinkers, would be too expensive. Mm. So they decide, you know what? The two of us will have a champagne toast when we cut the cake. But we're going to have a wine toast for the beginning of the evening because people don't really care unless it's part of their culture to have champagne or custom. So they can save themselves a thousand bucks by not having a champagne toast. Now, if I were given a choice, I would always choose a good champagne, even if it meant having two sips of it. And giving everybody barely a half a glass just to have a good champagne. Uh, I am a champagne girl. Yeah. I have to admit it. But if you're going to have to make some difficult decisions on that, and I know I'm getting off the tra- rails here a little. It's okay. Champagne um, is okay. To, <laughs> to get you off the rails. Yeah. So um, wine is a good choice. It's certainly acceptable. The reason I ask this is if you haven't worked there before and this couple doesn't have a planner, they're not thinking about how many times something is offered to them. In other words, they may have an initial pour for their toast of whatever it is. So you want to find out what they're toasting with. Right. And then it's, I think, proper to ask them, Um, Will it be a single pour or will that be replenished? And that they'll look at you and say, oh, I never thought of that. Well, you start making a list of questions. Okay. Now, these questions should, since they don't have a planner, they they should go back to the couple to ask the Hmm. manager. Okay. Your job is to bring up issues that might affect the flow of the evening. Oh, I hadn't thought of that, that an yeah. additional pour or that type I'll of... tell you why. Because there are some locations, uh, depending on what level of service you want and what food package you may have uh, selected, mm-hmm. and even if it is all a la carte and customized, you still have to make these decisions. Now, I'm assuming since you're in the week of the wedding that by Wednesday, everything has to be finalized. That normally is the last day. Uh And you're talking to them today? Yes. Great. So they have two days to give the final count, to give them the seating, if any seating, you know, has changed since they started. Uh Uh-huh. They need by Wednesday to know for sure how many tables that are in the room because right. they may have adjusted their seating. And in that, they have to also match their centerpiece count to make sure that the table count and the centerpiece count match. They may be exceedingly capable people and know all these answers. And you're just trying to go through this to help them 
not have a calamity. Okay? Right. That's really what this is all about. You don't really care what the answers are. Uh -huh. <laughs> Honestly, it's not going to change much for you personally, but it may make a heck of a difference for them. Right. So the important thing is, and I, I feel badly because I could have sent you something in time. Uh, I still may. I'm going to look through uh, some old files. I have a checklist oh. that, that I could send you. And it's in an Excel layout. And it goes from the start to the finish of an event. And who's doing what, blah, 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 blah. And those, that even, are you going to see them in person or just talk to them? Just talk to them on the phone, probably. Okay. Well, then what you could do is always um, send on the email, you know, detach my name from it, but send it and then they can use that. It may be overwhelming to them because it's like two, three pages. So what I'm going to say to you is, if you decide after looking at it to send it to them, great. But with a caveat, look, this is detailed. Mm -hmm. You know, just look through the items that you think are the most important and just do that. Right. Because it assumes, you know, that it has many answers to about two or three cultures that are mixed in there <sighs> with all kinds of things. And I had to do that or else, you know, I'd have five different sheets and one for each religion and culture and you go crazy. So mm -hmm. you kind of make a decision to have a little of everything that's most popular. So just so you can cover your bases, so to speak. Anyway, so getting back to the timing, if you can talk to the catering manager before, that's great. You and I know that Mondays is usually a dark day. Yes. So it's putting you personally at a little bit of a disadvantage. So just in case, if you have that person's email or you can get the email from somebody who would answer the phone, hopefully, even if it's a, a receptionist, instead of calling the catering department, call the, the general number mm -hmm. and announce who you are. And just say, I want to send, if you don't have it, I want to send an email, which will be helpful to this person so they can get it first thing if they're not in the office and they don't check their emails on Monday, on Tuesday right. for their own benefit. Okay. So make sure you get that out if you don't reach them by phone. I always think it's this close. It's better to write it out mm -hmm. because unless they're taking copious notes, it's kind of hard on them, you know, to remember everything uh, at once, especially when you're like a Gatling gun with, well, what's this, 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 you know. So if they see it, double spaced <sighs> at least so they can take the same email and put the answers right underneath the questions. That will make it the easiest way for them to do that. And when you write that, you say, Excuse me for stepping into this role because I am trying to fill in the gaps and I don't want to presume that I am a planner. However, since they do not have a planner or a coordinator, mm -hmm. 
I am just making sure that, you know, whatever I can do to help them have a great day, I want to do so. If I may offer that, if anyone (laughs) else is listening today that this could be helpful, I know you know what to say, but for anybody else out there, you know, just like I would never have presumed to know about as much as a lighting person would. Right. I do know some things. You know a lot. And I know what to look for, but I'm not going to tell you, you know, the ampage necessarily that I would need if I had six thirties and two sixties and, you know, (laughs) I I can add it up, but I don't think I'm the person to make that final decision for sure. Right. So it's hard sometimes because one question leads to another and it's kind of unfair to, um, expect that you know everything and you shouldn't put yourself in a position of authority um, and that then they'll expect you to know all the answers if something comes up. So I know sometimes no good deed goes unpunished or whatever it is, you know, the saying And that's where my heart is from, Mm -hmm. coming from, for you. I'm not worried about them. They made the decision a while ago not to have somebody else. So they must trust the people that are there. Mm -hmm. Or they trust the person, like you say, the family member that's going to be helping out. But that family member may not know what to ask. Right. And so... You have two roads here. You have the road to find out from the location's standpoint what they will offer, when they will offer it, what do they have, without asking for the for the BEO, which is the banquet event order. Uh-huh. Um, you know, because that has personal information on it, mm-hmm. and that might, you might not be privy to that, and they might not want you to be privy to that. So without asking for that, and even if the catering manager says, well, I can send over the BEO to them if they haven't seen it yet or they haven't read it or, or to the family friend, you don't know if they have permission to the family person to see that. Mm. So that's why I'm saying it puts you in an odd place. Mm -hmm. So... You'll go over all of this tonight with the couple and find out as much as you can to these, uh, to the requests maybe that you're asking and the, and the catering manager may say, well, this is what they told me initially. I will know for sure on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So you might think that this is a fool's journey here because what you're doing is just stirring the pot. And I'm going to tell you that you're not stirring the pot. You're uh, creating and establishing a rapport Mm -hmm. with the catering person. And the second you um, feel a resistance from that person, if it occurs, Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. to speak with you, then you say, no problems. Let me just know when I need to be there. And if there is a diagram, so I know where to set up, Uh how much power I will have and where it is. You may already know that because Mm -hmm. you went through it once. And any uh, cues that I need to give to the kitchen. In other words, just think like you would like any other time. Mm -hmm. However, I don't think it hurts to let them know that over the years, you've been in this situation before where there's a family person who's acting as a coordinator. Right. And you have no idea of their experience level. And you're looking out for the couple first and the location. Mm-hmm. You can take care of yourself. I'm not worried about you. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> but I think you want to get across the idea that you want a happy couple too. Oh, yeah. So you're asking some of these questions about service. Mm-hmm. So you'll know how much time is my timeline working for you. Right. You don't know if they've seen your timeline. That's right. You have been listening to Wedding and Event Podcast with Toby Dodge and Eric Zimmerman. If you have a question, comment, or topic suggestion, please call Eric at 626-797-1795 or contact Eric by email, eric at elegantmusic.com. That's E-R-I-C at elegantmusic.com. Contact Toby by email, toby at prepared.com. That's T-O-B-E-Y at P-R-E-P-A-I-R-E-D dot com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and receive a new episode each week. Thank you for listening.